Hello and welcome to Conversations, a podcast featuring stories about kindness and compassion and how one message, or story in this case, at just the right moment can change someone's entire day, outlook, or life. My name is Megan Murphy, your host and founder of the Kindness Rocks Project, a grassroots movement of many that can now be found in over 25 countries around the world. Hi there. So for the first podcast, I thought that it would be really great to have somebody actually interview me because I believe that um, this podcast is all based upon having kind conversations. And I wanted to share with all of you the background behind this podcast and why it was started. And yet I didn't want to just talk. <laughs> and so I thought having a kind conversation with somebody else would be important. So I invited my friend Suzanne Carter in so that she could kind of interview me so that we can kick off this podcast um, as a conversation for all of you. So I'm going to go ahead and let Suzanne ask me a couple of questions. So Megan, why did you decide on creating this podcast? I I think I want to start about the platform that I now have and have been blessed with. You see, about five years ago, I was going through a difficult moment in my life. One of those moments where everything changed, my perspective of what success was and what I wanted to do with my life. I had started a business that I really enjoyed and was working really hard at that for 12 years and had lost my joy along the way, even though the business was really successful. And I was just about to send my oldest daughter to college and Yet something was really missing. And so I came home and I told my husband that I wanted out of that business and I wanted to find happiness, to which he looked at me and said, poor timing. (laughs) 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 So uh, I met Suzanne actually at that time and we became friends, but I also found myself walking the beaches of Cape Cod just seeking guidance. And what I realized was that giving up that business, I was experiencing loss. And that also made me realize that I hadn't grieved my parents. And that was a great loss that started 12 years prior when I started my business. And I did what many of us do when we're grieving. We do everything to avoid grief right? We fill our days with to-do lists. And at that time I was starting a business and I was having my children and keeping super busy so that I didn't have any peace and quiet to think about my deep sadness of losing both of my mom and dad within three short years of each other at a young age. And so 12 years of hustling and bustling and, and getting super busy kind of kept that grief at bay. But when I gave up my business a larger grief kind of came, not just for that business and for all that I had known for over the past 12 years, but yet I was also grieving the loss of my parents. And I felt like odd about this discovery. So when I was walking the beaches, I started having conversations with my mom and dad. Many people do that right after a loss. You know, they look for insight or signs or messages from their parents that everything's okay. For me, I felt really awed that I was doing this so many years later, but I found great comfort in these beach walks every day. And I would ask questions to above and I would also ask for a sign or a message by way of either a piece of sea glass or a heart-shaped rock as answers to these questions. And so when I would find one, it brought me so much joy and comfort. 
And over time, I realized that, you know, these, these weren't signs from outside of me, but they were actually igniting like a knowledge or a knowing that I personally had inside, probably from their upbringing, still from my mom and dad, but just in a different way. Upon that realization and looking around me on the beach, and that's part of the process, right? We internalize and then we start realizing, oh, wait, I'm not alone. There's other people who may be feeling grief or sadness. And so I started noticing other people on these beach walks looking sad or that they were longing for something. And one day I brought a Sharpie magic marker in my pocket. I don't know why, but I am someone who definitely prepares for everything. So I, <laughs> And so I brought with me that Sharpie and some Kleenex, my phone, just in case I got lost. In any event, I found myself writing messages on rocks, just uplifting little messages, thinking that maybe one of these messages would be like that heart-shaped rock or piece of sea glass that I found as a sign and that maybe one of these messages would help somebody else. And on day one, one of my friends found one of those rocks and texted me and said, was this you that left this message? And I said, no, (laughs) just in case. And then she said, well, if it was you, I want to let you know that I was having a bad day and that your rock meant the world to me. So that is why I am here today, because through that simple rock on a beach, It grew to this beautiful international kindness movement, which is so much more about kindness and compassion than it is about a simple rock. And I've been asked now to travel the country and share my story with large audiences because I truly believe that people, number one, feel that they can't make a difference as one person. And my story is the story of many, and we all can make a difference. Number two, I believe that people are craving kindness and compassion in a world filled with so much negativity and a lot of ego. (laughs) I wanted to change that up a little bit and let people know through your vulnerabilities that that's where we connect through human experience. And so now we have over 100,000 members of this project and growing every day. And so I thought rather than my story, I want to share those stories of everybody else. And so I have a platform and I'm leaning in and learning how to do podcasts. And that is why I'm here with you today, Suzanne. Wonderful. You you are natural, Megan, to do these podcasts. I'm very grateful to be able to be here with you today. I've observed your journey with the Kindness Rocks because I was there when you first started. That's when I met you. And then I've seen your life become totally vibrant. You found your soul's purpose. And I'm wondering how you feel about that. Oh, that is a fabulous question, Suzanne, because I truly feel that. I don't know if any of you out there also have experienced loss or maybe feeling lost or unsure, but you know, like beneath everything, beneath the everyday experiences that we have, there's like this greater meaning and deeper purpose for you for being here on this planet in this lifetime. I can say like with my whole heart, Suzanne, that I do feel like this is what I was meant to do. Like my whole life, all of the joys and all of the trials that I've been through has brought me to this place to share my personal vulnerability with others and then to allow a space for others to share theirs. And that's how we all connect with one another. And so I truly believe that 2020 
coming with 2020 and launching this podcast in 2020. It's a year of clarity. It's a year of connection and definitely kindness because that's what is needed. Well, the Kindness Rocks project has grown like huge. You, I mean, it's all over the world now and everywhere you go, you, even the man who won a million dollars the first night the other day in New York City, he had his lucky rock in his pocket that he had found. So I'm just wondering how you're feeling about that. I know it's brought you great joy to be able to connect people with each other and help people as they're going through cancer and all this. So how are you feeling about all of that? Yeah, well, I, it's funny because when we spoke on New Year's Day and you, or you sent me the text message and you said that the man that won that million dollars had a kindness rock in his pocket, I had not heard about that. <laughs> but I do get Google alerts to my phone. So anytime the Kindness Rocks project is mentioned, I get alerts and I am disconnected from it. It's almost like hovering over and watching things from a distance. It's not about me in any way. I feel like I'm a part of something so much larger that I'm simply just the hands on earth to help facilitate this. And, and every day on my walks, I have this little thing that I do. And one of them is I speak to either my mom and dad or the universe or to God or whoever. And I say, please help me facilitate this because I truly believe that I was chosen for this reason and purpose. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, I'm being completely honest with all of you. And we're here with the podcast because the podcast kind of came up. This is a way to give other people a voice for that. So it's not about me. So I don't feel connected when I hear those stories. I do find a lot of joy and also a lot of responsibility with this because with many people listening or watching, you have great responsibility to do what's good and what's right. And so that's what we're doing here. I've noticed I've been traveling around with you a little bit and, you know, you are a rock star to um, many of your rock painting groups. And so I was wondering, a lot of people think that you have a whole company here <laughs> and they want to ask your assistants to come and give talks and do all of this. But I happen to know that you are a one-woman band and you work at this a lot because you totally believe in it. So where are you going to go from here? Oh, <laughs> I did not expect that question. <laughs> I wish you could all see me because I'm trying to rub my head and pat my tummy at the same time <laughs> as a one-woman band. Right. <laughs> or I should have like a drum and a tambourine. And yeah, I'm very not, I'm not musically inclined. That's a really great question because again, perceptions and judgments, right? That's what we're trying to break down with this Kindness Rocks project. So for all those of you who are listening, I am one woman, but you probably have the impression that's a big organization because I have to admit this, this is my own fault. I will often say we, but when I say we, I'm talking about the whole project because I don't want to distinguish myself as anything separate from the project because I feel like this is a project of many. So I say we, I've changed it up a little bit to say I recently, and that's because there is a big perception out there that this is a big organization or a company or a nonprofit. And it's simply not. It's one woman who lives on Cape Cod, me, just facilitating this larger movement that you've all joined in. 
And so I'm honored and blessed to do that. But there's a lot that comes with this. I have so many people to thank. Suzanne Carter, my friend here who's interviewing me, is one of them. She's been a daily support for me. Jason Peterson, who is the one who will be producing this podcast and doing all the work behind the scenes. He creates the website and anything that I need, uh, videos and things like that. Manx Magyar, same thing. He has dedicated a lot of time and energy into these videos that we've been doing. But it's it's wonderful. I'm trying to keep up with it as best that I can. One of my goals for 2020 is to get the Kindness Rocks Project School presentation package in as many elementary schools across the country that I can. And the reason being is because I physically, as one person, cannot hop on a plane or drive in a car and travel to all of these wonderful communities to share the Kindness Rocks Project with the students. So I created this presentation package that has an SEL, which is Social Emotional Learning Component, that I hired personally an educational consultant to create. So it's available on the website because I'm trying to get this in as many schools that I can. Yes, we have a classroom kit sitting right here, but it's like amazing. And I highly recommend it for all schools because we can't, have enough kindness, right? Children need to learn that young. Many children do not know about kindness because their family situation does not offer that to them. So if you're listening out there, we can always hope that you will um, share this with your friends and school teachers and everything. But anyway, Megan is like an amazing person to me. She's an inspiration to me and a mentor to me and a good friend to me. And I've watched her just grow this project. It's just like amazing that it's all over the world now. And I feel grateful to be sitting here with her. I love that. Well, there's no other person that I'd rather be (laughs) nervously creating our first podcast than with you, Suzanne, because it's like sitting together and having coffee like we often do. So it's very comfortable. So thank you. And I guess the final thing that I just want to leave with everybody from this first podcast is I am so excited. I'm going to be learning. It will improve as time goes on, I'm sure, like most things. The greatest gift is taking that which makes us scared or that we're fearful of and turning that into something wonderful to help other people. And I believe that our voices matter. So I am no longer going to be sharing my personal story from each week forward. I will be sharing stories about kindness in general and also stories from members of the project and what it means to them or just ways that kindness has touched their lives because I think we cannot have enough of that. So I'm super excited to launch this. I guess I'm going to share with Suzanne. So I have this thing. I've been listening to tons of podcasts. This is what I do when I'm going to do something. I Google things, I research things, I dork out and I try and learn everything that I can. My family is so annoyed when they get into the car with me because either the moth comes on. That's one of my favorite podcasts, How I Built This with Guy Raz. These are some of my favorites and I listen to them while I'm working out or walking the beach or driving. I'm learning about all the components and all that goes into it. So one of the things that all of them do is they have certain elements that will be thread throughout each of their podcasts. So mine is each one is going to end with a card pull through the project. You know, I've done some crazy things where when I first started, talk about fearful moments doing Facebook live events where, you know, I'm holding my phone, looking into my phone, talking to like a hundred thousand people. It's scary and it's 
it was a vulnerable moment for me. And at one point I'm like, I don't really know what else to say. And so on my desk, there was all these cards, the very cards I told you that I sell just to fundraise to keep this project going. And so I said, okay, anybody want a card pull? I'll, I'll pull one of these cards and whatever message is on the kindness rock on the other side will be that message for you because I truly believe in the power of inspiration. So at the end of each of these podcasts each week, I will do a card pull for the person who is there. So I'm going to do this one for Suzanne because she's interviewing me today and I'm so grateful for that. Oh, (laughs) so this message is, you can always teach forgiveness by starting with yourself. And I can't even tell you how important this message is for Suzanne because we had this long conversation this morning. So I'm going to hand her that because she truly needs that today. The perfect message always finds the perfect person. My wish for this podcast is that just as that is true, I believe that the perfect story will also find the perfect listener at just the right moment and that we will learn more about others about compassion for one another, and a little bit more about ourselves by listening to other people's stories. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And till next week, keep up the conversations. Thank you so much for listening to this week's version of Kindversations. If you want to learn more about the Kindness Rocks Project, you can visit thekindnessrocksproject.com or follow us on Instagram at the Kindness Rocks Project, Facebook, or on Twitter at the Kindness Rock because there were not enough letters to add project to that. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us and we'll have a new conversation next week.